This is Cody Smith, and you're listening to the Virtuous Coach Podcast. All right, you guys, welcome back to another impactful episode of the Virtuous Coach Podcast. In today's episode, I had the amazing opportunity to talk to my friend and brother, Mr. Jake Lures. Um, if you guys don't know who he is, Jake is the frontman for um, a Grammy-nominated metal band, August Burns Red. He's also the founder of Heart Support, which is basically a nonprofit support community for people battling, you know, the various mental illnesses out there, you know, depression, anxiety. And then he's also a gym owner of uh, a gym called the Your Life Gym out in Pennsylvania. Um, Jake was actually introduced to me through a mutual friend, um, Cody McBroom, who you guys hear me talk about often on the show. Um, Cody introduced me, mentioned that Jake at the time was opening a gym and just needed some direction and some help um, to just kind of point things in the, the right direction. And uh, little did I know, uh, Jake was the, uh, or who, the Jake he was speaking of was, was uh, Jake of August Burns Red. So I listened to his band for ever, literally in high school, went and saw him at a, a local festival in Virginia. And um, to be able to, to give him some value and to help him has just been amazing. And reached out to him a few weeks ago, asked if he would come on the show and talk about, you know, his fitness journey, running gyms, uh, starting jujitsu now, and then just all the various things that he does. And then in today's episode, we discuss all of those things. We talk about uh, how he stays in shape while traveling and touring. I mean, he just got back from, from a tour over in Europe. Um, how he manages to run his gym, some things that he's very passionate about, especially the the folks and the the people inside of his nonprofit heart support. And it was just a really cool conversation. We had a lot of deep, deep talks about mental health and uh, why he finds it to be valuable. And then we even jumped into how he found his purpose. So a lot to unpack in this show, and I'm super excited for you guys to be able to listen to it. As always, before we jump into today's show, please make sure to take a screenshot on your phone, post it on your Instagram story, and be sure to tag both Jake and I in it. He is at Jake Lures ABR on Instagram, and I'm going to spell that for you guys. It's J-A-K-E-L-U-H-R-S-A-B-R. That's what he is at on Instagram, and I am at Coach Cody Smith. Again, take that screenshot, post it. It always gives us an opportunity to connect with you guys and to thank you for listening to the show, and then possibly share it for, you know, for somebody in your immediate community or or followers that could benefit from the information as well. So please take that screenshot, tag both of us, I tag uh, both of us in it, and then without any further ado, we're going to go ahead and get Jake on here, and we'll just hope you enjoy the show. All right, you guys. Hey, welcome back to the Virtuous Coach Podcast. You guys, today we have the amazing opportunity of talking with my good friend, Jake Lures. Um, True story, Jake. Obviously, you know, mutual friend, you and I, Mr. Cody McBroom introduced us. And uh, so Cody had reached out to me and asked me if I'd be willing to have a conversation with Jake. And I was like, sure, like, you know, who is he, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, he's like the the singer of like August Burns Red. Have you ever heard of them? And I was like, yeah, they're, they're kind of a big deal in my childhood, considering I used to listen to them in high school and stuff like that. Um, so I was able to connect with Jake and, you know, we did some work with the gym and his teams and stuff like that and um, had the amazing opportunity to go out and visit them in uh, Pennsylvania and uh, obviously invited Jake on the show. And of course, you know, very generous with your time and uh, agreed to come on. So you guys, it is my absolute pleasure to bring Mr. Jake Lures on the show. He's the lead singer of uh, August Burns Red. He's the founder of Heart Support, which is a non uh, nonprofit support community for, you know, people battling uh, various mental illnesses. 
And uh, more importantly, he's a, a gym owner of an amazing gym called the Your Life Gym in Pennsylvania. And uh, I'm grateful to, for his time today and to have him on the show. Jake, welcome. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. This is, this is really cool. And it's an honor to, to be uh, on, your, on your show and, and just be able to have this conversation with you and, and your listeners and stuff. And, um, you know, I know that you're just a big people person and the fact that you're doing this to try to give people, <clears throat> you know, maybe some encouragement or some wisdom or just uh, sharing personal experiences of growth uh, to benefit the people that are listening. So um, I think that you're doing a great thing and I, I appreciate that. Awesome, man. Appreciate that. Jake, please, for the people out there, let them know who you are, what you do, um, you know, how you, you, you came to be the, the man that you are. Um, who are you in a nutshell? Let the, team, let the people know. Sure. Yeah. So um, I'm mostly known for being the frontman of a metal band called August Burns Red. And the band started in 2004. So we're actually about to go on tour all over the United States, a little bit in Canada for the 20 year anniversary of our, of our band. Um, we've toured over 45 different countries, sold over a million records, been nominated for two Grammys. Um, and I've just been blessed to, to be in the position that we're in. Um, you know, obviously we have to give mad love to our fans and supporters like Cody and, um, you know, who, who in high school, you know, listened to August Wins Red. Um, that's super cool. And that's another, you know, just great thing that I love about, you know, when you put yourself out there and you build relationships and you do things and you're active um, you know, you build these relationships that are, that become more than just, um, you know, business or partnerships, but friendships and, and things like that. And, um, I think that's really just a, another blessing that comes from being in the band, but that's really what I'm known for. And then in 2011, I created a nonprofit called heartsupport.com and it's an online community for people just to talk openly about their mental health. Um, so that could be mental illness that could be, um, uh, you know, struggling in a, in a, really gnarly relationship or breakup, divorce, addiction, abuse, really anything that's under the sun, um, small or large, that you face with uh, your mental state to be able to share your story and to be heard and to talk about it. It's really hard sometimes, I think, you know, especially I'll say for myself, you know, um, when I'm going through something really dark or difficult or a challenge in life, um, and I tend to do this a lot, I tend to put myself in places of growth. And um, so when you put yourself in a place of growth, you tend to get friction, um, be in uncomfortable positions or learn something about yourself that you didn't really know. You may have fears or anxiety or stress or doubts um, because you're in a place of growth and you're being challenged. And so a lot of times I don't know what to do with that sometimes. And, you know, depending on what that challenge could be or that area of growth in my life, I've got to make sure that I'm talking to somebody about it and sharing it. So I get a different perspective. Maybe that person's gone through something similar and they can help me kind of find my way. Um, maybe they recommend a book or a resource or a therapy or an exercise or, um, or just their, them there to listen. Um, and that's really essentially what hard support is. It's a place where you can share and have a friend when you feel like maybe you don't have a friend for this particular part of your life. Um, or just to just to vent and get it off your shoulders. And there's a community there that will respond to your messages and encourage you share what they've experienced, what they've gone through. A lot of times it just feels good to know that we're not alone. Sometimes it feels really good to know that somebody else um, has experienced it and this was their way out. So that's basically in a nutshell what heart support does. And then during the pandemic, um, the gym that I go to, 
that I went to, um, I find exercise very therapeutic for me. And um, so that's a mental health exercise for myself is just getting active. And when that closed down the gym near my house because of the pandemic, I really felt called. I'm also a faith man. Um, not here to put that in anybody's face, but it's a part of my story. So I'm going to share. I um, really felt like called that God was like, hey, man, this is your time to create the gym vision that you had when you were 24. Now, I'm, I'm 38 now. Um, so give or take 36, um, you know, when, when the pandemic hit us. And I went all in. Um, I couldn't go on tour because of COVID. Um, and I just worked really, really hard. I, I found a team of people that were willing to give what, what they could for me. Um, Andrew from Arsenal Strength, uh, amazing human being. He donated um, Arsenal Strength equipment to my gym so that I could have equipment because during the pandemic, it was really hard to even get steel. It was hard to get, you know, weights and, and, and all this stuff. So um, I opened the gym during the pandemic and, um, you know, Cody's been helping me here and there with my team. Um, again, I think, you know, if you've got something going on, it's always great to try to find someone who knows what you're experiencing, what you're going through. Um, what are the obstacles there? And um, listen, you know, humble yourself, listen, digest as much as you can. And um, I'm a firm believer that if we want anything to be successful, we have to have a body. Um, a body of people. Um, there, there is no such thing in my mind as a um, self-made. Um, you know, we, we, we have to work as a team in order to progress and grow in the areas that we want to, we want to be the best of the best. Right. Um, even you think about athletes, right. Athletes have so many coaches, you know, unbelievable amount of coaches um, and they still got to make good grades right yeah. before they could, you know what I mean? So, so, you got to think like ev everybody um, we can really create some beautiful things. And and that's what I've done. Um, you know, with the band, I've got my bandmates, I've got my crew with hard support. I've got my project manager, my, you know, my whole team. Um, and now I have a beautiful team um, that work at the gym, your life in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And Cody is a mentor to us. And um, you know, we, we all are very thankful for him and his time. And again, and, the body is just really important. It's something that I've learned in my life um, that's precious. And so that's pretty much what, what uh, you know, in a nutshell, what I'm all about, man. You guys, and, and something, uh, literally just listening to, to Jake talk sometimes. Uh, Jake, when we were driving around places in Lancaster and I would just listen to you tell stories and talk and stuff like that, I can't help but feel fired up sometimes. Um, so his energy, obviously you can see it on stage and you're doing your thing and you're, you're in your element, that energy's there obviously, but the, the energy that you put off around other people is very infectious. And I'm sure to literally people listening right now, they're like, man, that dude probably does a whole lot. Like, how does he do that all the time? Like, um, I've always appreciated your energy. Anytime I've had a conversation with you or been around you and things like that, Where, is that something you do intentional? Like, do you purposely try to put out just like good vibes everywhere you go? Is that, you know, just naturally something that you're good at? I know for me, like I think about being, you know, the thermostat, right? Like I want to come and I want to set the temperature in the room, right? I want people to stand next to me. Like, man, that dude, that dude just puts off something that I want to be around, you know? Is that something you do intentional or is that something that just comes natural to you? Um, that's a really good question. I think for me, I think I have to, uh, I had to strip away all of the, the facade in my life and the masks that I was wearing and all this stuff. 
um, to really find out who I was and my purpose. And um, I have never really understood how I was able to articulate with words what my purpose on life in, in my life is. And um, one night when I was closing down the gym, I, w- I was by myself and I was turning the lights off and I'm just looking at all of this equipment and I was like, oh my gosh, man, like I can touch my dream. Like I can physically touch my dream. This is unreal. And the idea of my gym is to incorporate mental health and physical fitness um, and to build community. And so I'm driving in my truck and I'm talking to God and um, and I'm like, man, what? Like, can you please give me the words to understand what I'm here for? You know, and what came to my mind was, um, I'm here to enrich the soil of community and their growth and flourishment is my reward. And that's my purpose. So if that's true, and I believe that, and, and, and I'm going to live that out, it's about celebrating other people. And so my job or the way I, the way that I am trying to choose to live my life is by cultivating an environment where other people can grow. And that's exalting people. That's celebrating people. That's giving them the information I have. That's, that's encouraging them. That's loving them um, gently and harshly. Right. Um, And I think that that's just really important because out of what the core belief of what I believe that I am here for is how I operate. Mm. And if I, and that's a, that's holy ground. Like no one, no one gets to touch that. No one gets to tell me who I am or how I should act. Some people really think that I act weird. Some people think I'm cocky. Some people think, um, you know, I'm, I'm too much of a teddy bear or whatever it is. Right. And then they'll, they'll throw me in their little political, you know, net. I don't care. That's not my, then, you know, that's not, my job isn't to care about how you think of me. My job is to care about living my life and in, and in the right appropriate posture to, um, to do what my job is here. And so it's something that I've also been humbled a lot. Um, through a lot of pain that I've experienced in my life, went through a gnarly divorce. I was, I was abused um, multiple times when I was a kid. My parents got a really bad divorce. I was bullied a lot in school. Um, I've just experienced a lot of um, real depths of pain. And, and so what I think it has given to me in my older years is a true appreciation for what I have and, um, the days I wake up and the people that are around me. And again, and if I believe that, um, success takes a body of people, then it's also my job to nurture those people around me. Um, and in a lot of the areas that I live in my life, I'm, I'm the leader, quote unquote. And so now it's an obligation. It's a responsibility for me to give them my best to encourage them, to love them, to build them up, um, and to get them to see how it, how amazing they are as individuals. Because, um, I'm not into really, and I'm not very political. I think politics are very divisive and, 
and I've seen it just do some gnarly stuff. But I do think that society right now is maybe in a place of confusion and also where people may not want to work as hard or maybe they don't understand that like maybe they don't want to work hard, but maybe it's that they don't think it'll work Mm -hmm. if they work hard. Right. And this is your life, man. Like, and I believe in you, like, and I don't even know you, you know, like, but I know you can do it because from where I came from and I'm just a normal human being, like there's nothing different about me than there is with you. We, we both have the ability to break chains. We both have the ability to, you know, surpass our ceilings um to change our perspective and to pursue something that we maybe a few years back would never even think would be possible we can do that we have the ability to do that and that's what i want for my team that's what i want for the people around me um because i believe it and i've done it and i'm still doing it um and dude i could i could talk for hours about all of that stuff man yeah. cuz there's so much behind it and that's why i think your mental health is so important man because it's like if you wake up and you feel like you're a piece of shit you're not going to even think about dreaming you're not even going to think that you deserve to dream you know and um and that's all in your mind mm-hmm. right and and so there's so there's so many ways for us to be able to to break free from that. But one thing that I can give you and it doesn't cost you anything and it doesn't cost me anything, but my time is to encourage and build you up because maybe you do wake up and you feel like, Hey, I'm a piece of shit. I'm going to tell you otherwise. And that, that opportunity that you give me that could change the way you think about yourself and what you dictate and what you do and how you respond to things in your day. And that could put you on a completely different journey of your life. Now, I'm not saying, I'm just saying one little brick, me trying to do that is just me giving you a brick to build on a wall of confidence or self-care or self-worth or love. And you're going to build a kingdom if you continue to go down that road of pursuing your mental health. You know, Um, I always tell people, honestly, like with close friends that are ride or die partners with me, um, I'm a big lover of giving people watches because in my opinion um your time is worth more than money and i don't want your money i want your time because in my opinion success is built off of relationships and i can make true change in someone's life with the time that they give me you know like money's great i i i love to have it so that i can go do things with it but the impact is through the time that you give me you know, and, 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 and the fact that I get to share a space with you, you give me the gift of authority to speak to you. So you're listening to me right now. Cause you, you chose to give me that gift. That's a gift. Okay. If you didn't give that gift to me, I could just run my fucking mouth right now. <laughs> and you're going to sit there and be like, Oh, when is this dude going to shut up? Right. Like, he, like, I'm not listening. Like, I don't care. And I could try to get you to think something or believe something or appreciate something. And you just, you're not listening. So you don't care. Right. Like that's so important to me because that's where the impact works. That's where, that's where change happens. That's where you can build your team, you know, but I have to earn your respect. I have to earn my position. You don't just give it to me freely, you know, or you shouldn't, you shouldn't because 
Sometimes people don't have good things to say. And sometimes you shouldn't take other people's advice, you know, but um, that's why I think this, that time is so important. And, and so over the years of learning this, I think it's how I choose to live my life. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's something that I have said, okay, this is my purpose to enrich the soil of community. Then I need to start living that out. What does that look like? Well, that looks like taking a little extra time, extra time with Brittany when she's going through it mentally and just say, Hey, you know what? You, you had some meetings. You're going to go ahead and cancel those. You're just going to sit down with Brittany and listen. That means, you know, maybe somebody that works for me is, is, is going through a hard time and needs a couple extra bucks, or maybe it's, you know, I need to go over here and I need to really lend a hand with this personal trainer um, and, and put in a little extra effort over there. Cause he's kind of struggling right now, like whatever it is, you know, um, I do that a lot with being on stage after stage, I'll go to the barricade and I, and I talk to fans and I listen to them and sometimes they want a picture and that's it. And that's cool. Whatever. Or they want me to sign something. Okay. That's awesome. And then sometimes they're drunk off their ass and they just really need to vent. And then sometimes they really have personal questions that they want to share with me, whatever it is. Right. But like, that's my way of being able to do something to have an impact because when I go and I'm laying on my deathbed, I want to look back at my life and, and, and said, yeah, man, I, I did a good job here. You know, I mean, I'm going to be bruised and beaten and probably missing a couple of limbs or something, <laughs> but that's because, you know, I want to, I want to make the the change and, and know that like, I, I honored myself. And what I believe is God telling me what my purpose is. And then I honored that. And, and I made an impact on this earth that is much bigger than just me, because in order to do that, I need people, I need a body to be successful. Um, and so that's kind of how I I operate. I love that. Cause, uh, a couple things uh, came to mind when you were speaking. One big thing that I did a few years ago, this was a practice that I had with literally my first mentor. He had me walk through this process of like writing my obituary, right? And kind of thinking through like, what would I have liked to done or to have completed? Who do I want there? What do I want my family to speak about me? What do I want people around me to speak about and stuff like that? Um, So I've kind of adopted this mindset kind of similar to you to where it's like, number one, I want to leave people better than when I found them. The second thing too is this concept of like being a lighthouse, right? Like be the lighthouse where people can come to. And then always being aware that like there's there's this this concept of like you leave residue on people, right? So I want to leave positive residue on people to where when they come around me, they're like, you know, like, hey man, like I want to. I want to be around that guy. He's got something that I want. He, he, he makes me feel better. He is a, is an encourager. Like I try to be an encourager every single day. Um, just because when I get to, like you said, like the end of your days, I want people to, to say that I was a good man and that I was a man. So you can share about your faith all you want to. I'm, you know, a faith man as well. I talk about it all the time on the show. So like that is totally things that we have a conversation with on the show. Um, but you know, when I get to the end and I'm getting ready to cross over, like I want to know that, I lived a good life on this physical earth and that, that, you know, people have positive things to say about me. And that I was able to pay forward some of the mentorship that I have received over the years from, from guys that I've come in contact and especially guys like you. Um, when it comes to heart support, I find that people, when it comes to mental health, often will kind of try to go at things by themselves. Right. And then, um, bridging 
into a conversation like that can be extremely challenging. So maybe a person listening to the show knows that <clears throat> somebody could benefit from something like heart support. How, how have you guys had success bridging, bridging what can be a hard conversation? Like you guys are in, a, in the gym space, you, you have your two things together there. It's an amazing marrying of, of two different organizations, right? What does that conversation look like to, to open up the doors to speak with mental health? or to speak on mental health with other people? Like, how does that typically go for you guys? Yeah, that's a good question. So <clears throat> there's, you know, w one of the things that you kind of have to do because mental health, those words are scary yeah. for a lot of people and, and you know, the stigma behind it and everything. Um, it's got to be organic. So again, like, they have to give me the authority to speak to them. Mm-hmm. Like, of course I give them a tour or like, yeah, we have these, we have these discussion, you know, community classes. Right. And I always try to share something that's a little more surface level. Like, yeah. Like, uh, so for like a week, you know, the team lead will talk about boundaries. What are boundaries? What are healthy boundaries? What are unhealthy boundaries in relationships? And then people in the gym will talk about what they've experienced and kind of dissect that. Right. And so like, that's something that is tangible for someone to go, okay, yeah. Boundaries. Like I actually never really thought about boundaries in my life, or I don't even know if I have boundaries with a lot of my friends or whatever. So it's a little intriguing. It's, it's not like a big pill to swallow. Right. But because of our gym, I, I like to refer our gym as like re relational, mm -hmm. like we are a relational gym. So the moments that people really start to gravitate towards the mental health stuff isn't when we give them a tour and we tell them about the classes or the books that we have. They're like, Oh, that's really cool. I'm sure that helps somebody, you know? Mm. And it's like, yeah, like it could help you, but you don't, you're not feeling that right now, but you know what I mean? Um, and that's okay. Cause you don't, you don't have to, we're not here to, try to get you to do anything. We're here so that when you do need to do something, we're here to help you. Right. So a lot of times that just kind of goes into investing in your members, um, learning more about them, being able to earn that um, gift of authority to speak to them on that deeper level. And so just like anything else, man, like, like one of the things that really bummed me out about this church that I'm, um, and I'm not, I'm not here to, you know, sure. smash churches or something, but just an example is, um, you know, I went to church with my dad years ago and this dude was like, we sold, we saved 400 souls this weekend. Right. And, and I was like, Holy smokes. Like, <laughs> wow. How'd you, how the hell did you do that? That's, that's crazy. You know, like, um, were they just in a line? I mean, um, and what they did was they, they basically, you know, handed out tracts and, um, you know, prayed for people and stuff like that. And, and that's cool, right. To, to, to an extent, but the problem with that is that this person has had an impact or experience with you and you've sold them on something, which is cool. Okay. If you, you know, um, it, you know, they feel like, man, this is something I really need in my life. I really do need God in my life, whatever. And, and then they, they convert to, Christianity and they accept Jesus into their lives. Awesome. But then where are they? 
where where do they go? How do they learn more? What what's really happening? Who's going to invest in this person? Do you know what I mean? In in and really get down and dirty into what it is. And do you think that that once a week is really going to you know be enough for someone to change their habits and understanding and have a revelation in their lives and completely transform their spirit and go on a journey of self uh, of a uh, you know processes of sanctification like. And it's the same thing with people like, you know, I don't want to sell you something. I I, I want to be able to invest in individual people so that we can make true change in their lives and that they can actually go on a different path and journey than where they were prior. And the only way I can do that is by trying my best to connect with them and them unveil themselves to me. Right. So when we talk more about these classes, it's usually because a member goes, Hey, I'm struggling right now. I'm going through a divorce. It's fucking gnarly. And I'm drinking a lot. I'm, I'm, just, I'm drinking so much and I just, I can't do anything, man. I can't even believe I'm here. You know? And it's like, okay, you know, and then we talk and we encourage and we build up and then, and then we're like, yeah, why don't you try these classes? Why don't you go to the classes and start sharing about this thing and, and whatever. Right. And, and, and that's usually where it comes. It comes in a place of someone is willing to, they confide in us, they believe in us, they they respect us, and they share with us. And then that's when we can really get into the mud with them. But that's exhausting. And that's not easy. And it's not sellable either. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, hey, man, you want to you know, get a bunch of members at your gym? Sit down and listen to them. You know? <laughs> You're like what like that's not an that's not you know <laughs> that's not feasible i don't have time in the day for that it's like well okay then you know then don't do that you know but that's what we do that's what i do that's what i you know again it's the purpose it's aligning your purpose you know um and so that's usually how how that kind of comes up um and it's awesome when people finally do want to do something you know and um, but you got to earn that trust in order to, in order to, you know, share or guide, you know? Yeah. It's that whole concept of, uh, uh, listening twice as much as you speak or whatever it may be like giving people the opportunity. I, I love that tying concept that you keep talking about just because I always try to think like when I make a podcast, when I create a piece of content, when I'm coaching, like I want to give the best return on the person's investment in time as possible. Like I want them to get, you know, 10 times what I'm giving or what they're giving me in time back and some sort of value. And so I think about this very often. Um, so I love that you kind of keep re- reiterating that is like, you know, time is really the only, you know, non-replenishable asset that we have. I mean, you can make an argument that the more you exercise, the more time you kind of put on the end of your line, if you will. And for those who don't, that, that you know, that timeline gets a little bit shorter. But I, I love that you guys have brought those two things together. And um, you can obviously feel that energy when you're in the gym. I felt it when I was there. Um, I, the, the fitness component for me is, 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 a, is a high selling point for like buy-in mentally for me to understand like the power of the two things. For you, like how important is fitness in your mental health? And, um, and, and I'd love to even throw in the, the conversation of like, when you travel, how is that, you know, how do you stay? Cause I'm sure that like you moving your body probably keeps you right so that you can perform well. So, uh, how important for you is the first question, uh, how important is fitness for you with your mental health? And then secondly, uh, secondly, how, 
do you stay on top of your exercising your fitness when you're on travel so that you can be in that good state yeah yeah that's a good question um physical fitness is like it's huge for for me and my mental state because um i just i feel so good physically i feel so good when i finish a workout and an exercise but mentally it tells me like nah man i got you i still love you you know mm. like okay. it's okay i still love you you know because like I'm, I'm i'm the type of person that um i'm very i was built to be very performance-based because mm -hmm. that's how i was told when i was a kid that that's how i was loved i had to perform and so um you know but but living a performance-based life is a very lonely life and it's very cyclical um because you you reach for success and um and then once you get there they say oh you're great you did it um so you you get the little pat on the head and you feel really good but then you feel like you got to do it again and it's just over and over and over again you just drive yourself down but um so whenever i perform and i'm not performing to my to what i believe is is what my expectations my my standards for myself is um i get upset or i get bummed out and and i beat myself up and so exercise is kind of a way of me to like self love now if i'm going through a hard time and i feel like i'm getting depressed or i'm down and out I'll get my ass up off the couch and I'll go and exercise because that's me saying, Hey man, it's all right. Like we're going to, we're, we're just going to keep moving here. You know what I mean? And we're going to keep taking care of ourselves. We're not going to forget that, you know? Um, Cause I'm also the type of person that I'll, I'll lay down my life for somebody, you know, I'll just, I'll give you everything I've got. I will do my best. Um, and unfortunately people will take advantage of that a few times and so i've closed up a bit but usually that's how exercise works for me um and that's why i love going to the gym and not having a gym in my house because it gets me up and out and then i i have to see people which sometimes i don't want to do that i don't want to see people but i'm out there i'm 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 physically i'm telling myself you're gonna do it and it's gonna be okay um now when it comes to touring uh, it's brutal because I'm on stage screaming for an hour and 20 minutes every night, about usually five, five nights in a row, four nights in a row, something like that. Um, and so then I've got to get a ton of sleep because my body, um, I tend to sweat profusely and I'm screaming for an hour and 20 minutes. So, um, and then I, I don't stop screaming until like 11 o'clock at night. And then what do we have on the bus? Well, I get a shower, I get on the bus and there's a bunch of pizza and chicken wings and fries. And I always have to order a salad with, with grilled chicken because I'll eat, at least eat that. And then I'll go, okay, then I'll have a slice of pizza. Right. Instead of just eating all pizza. Yeah. Um, because that's not cool. Um, so, but I love to exercise before I get on stage. Cause then I get my heart rates up, my blood's flowing. Um, I'm feeling that swole and I'm like, all right, let's go. You know what I mean? Like I'm cause I look at being on stage as like, um, being a fighter. Right. And like, I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to, I'm just going to give it my all and everything is going to be left on that stage. Um, and I'm going to blow this place. I'm going to blow this place apart. So <clears throat> exercise before the show 
gets me really, really excited. Mm-hmm. But then, so then that's usually about an hour and a half, right? And then I warm up and then I play the show and that's an hour and a half. So by the end of the night, I'm pretty exhausted. Um, and that's why, you know, lately um, I've had to kind of rework how I exercise before shows. Mm-hmm. And then on the off days, I really want to exercise and like take my time. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I like it's the off day. So like, I'll see you guys later. I'm going to do my laundry. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to take my time at the gym and do everything and anything I want. And then I'm going to go find a baller ass meal, like a big steak and potatoes and asparagus or a nice cooked salmon or something. And I'm just going to like veg out and watch some ridiculous television show. (laughs) And that's, you know what I mean? That's like my treat for myself. Um, So exercise, it's a top priority for me. Again, for my mental state on tour, it gets me away from everybody. You know, I live on a bus with like 10 dudes, you know, on a bus for like six weeks, four weeks, 10 dudes on a bus. <laughs> I don't know how many times I can tell you 10 dudes on a bus. It's just terrifying. Who blew up the bathroom like, again? Come on. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's like, because uh, everybody's got their own little, you know, triggers and their own little ways they like things in life. And thankfully, I mean, after 20 years, you kind of understand like, okay, don't like that dude doesn't want to talk to you right now, you know? Yeah. But going to the gym, it's like my, my alone time and for me to decompress and, you know what I mean? Just enjoy myself, you know? Love that. Love that. Um, you know, you, you're able to accomplish an incredible amount of things every single day. Right. I know that just when we were there briefly, we spoke about, you know, you have your, August Burns Red, like requirements and things that you need to do every day. But then you also have a team to manage. You also have your own fitness. You have a relationship. Like you have all of those things. And for me, like I, I personally watch a lot of like vlogs on like YouTube and stuff like that. Like I get a lot of value from just seeing how people do things. And I'll be like, oh, okay, Jake, you know, let's say you had a vlog and you posted, you had a particular breakfast routine that you do or whatever it may be. Like I might look at that thing and be like, oh, okay, that, that, that is a great concept. The same way people look at, you know, influencer, influencers and the fitness exercises they do and stuff like that. Um, so mm-hmm. I'd love for you to walk us through like, what is a day? And I know your days probably change from day to day, but like, what does an average day in your life look like? And, and because again, from outside perspective, I know for me, people ask me all the time, like, how do you stay on top of like running and all the fitness stuff? And they're like, man, you must be incredibly organized. And maybe outside there is, but inside there's a little, there's a small bit of chaos there. But for you, like, what is a day in the life of, you know, the lead singer of August Burns Rest slash gym owner slash founder of Heart Support, like, um, slash boyfriend, like what, like, how do you manage to do all of those things? And, and how do you plan your day accordingly to, to, to show up a certain way in all of those avenues? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's funny that you said the word chaos. Cause I think <laughs> I'm aware of, I think, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think I was going to say before you said that, um, organized chaos, that's what it feels like. Um, because you know, there are, there are many, many different things. And what you, what I've realized is that I'm like water and I just have to flow in to whatever room I'm going, you know, and, or wherever I'm going to go, like, and I have to be very, very flexible because of all of the things that I'm involved in. 
Um, and I take a lot of notes. I'll tell you that. I take a ton of notes. I have a personal assistant that really helps. Yeah. Um, my, my, my personal assistant really helps me just kind of prioritize, categorize, um, and schedule and organize all of this chaos. Um, and then when there is a fire to put out, like, okay, we're going to have to break the mold. We got to put out this fire. Cool. We got it. All right. Let's swing back into position. Right. Mm -hmm. And move forward. So generally like a day for me, like I'm very, um, picky about my morning. Like as far as I want to be able to do whatever I want to do in my morning. Um, so if that's, you know, spending time with my girl, then that's what I'm going to do. Um, if it's reading a book, if it's praying or journaling, um, I don't want any pressures for my morning because I also don't like waking up with pressure. I don't want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to do that. And, um, now, now pressure and excitement are two different things, by the way. Um, cause I wake up in the mornings with excitement quite often. Um, but I don't like waking up with pressure. And so if I can just have the morning to set myself mentally and spiritually in a position to accept what I'm going to do, then that's great because um, I'll meet that pressure and I will destroy it. Right. But if I'm not, if I'm waking up with that, that's not how I'm going to start my day. And I dictate how I start my day. Right. So that's what I got to do. And if that means you got to wake up an hour earlier so that you can not have the pressure and you can go through some sort of ceremony or whatever you want to have the freedom and ability to have your time, whether it's journaling, praying, reading a book, spend time with your loved one or whatever, then you, then I would recommend that. Um, and then it's, and then it's go time, you know, it's like, all right, now it's time to, I'll, I'll, I'll tap on the shoulders of all my leaders. So I'll tap on the shoulder of Courtney and Brittany with the gym. I'll tap on the shoulder of Dave King um, with my uh, production company. Um, I'm, I have a production company that's that's um, producing a, a festival for my nonprofit. So I'll tap on the shoulders of, of, of that team. I'll tap on the shoulders of Heart Support. And I'll tap on the shoulders of the band. Just like, all right, where am I with all of these? How are these things going? Are we going good? Now, thankfully, the band, JB and Brent are our managers and they got that on lock. There's no reason for me to be over there. I've got my own lane. I know what my lane is. That's where I stay. Um, and that's a great thing because I don't really have to worry about the band. They'll come to me and tell me what they need from me if they need me. So that's dope. Mm -hmm. um, but with these other things, I'm still very much you know, leading the charge in, in certain areas. And so just to get a feel for everybody on the day. Um, and, I'll, and then I just kind of go down the list of the things that I'm going to accomplish today. Um, but so for example, like today we have 1500 of um, my, so August Burns Red's coming out with a new record in March called death below. And um, I don't know if you can see that a little bit of a glare there, awesome. but um, we have to sign these and there's like, there's like 1500 of them. Um, for those of so, you guys who can't see it, there's, there's boxes and stacks of, uh, records that Mr. Yeah. Jake is going to be signing. It's pretty obnoxious. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so I have that and that came to my doorstep this morning. I didn't know I was going to do that. So here's a, here's a wild card, you know, thrown in, but I also, before this 
podcast, I had two other um, interviews, one from Finland, one from Germany, some magazines about the, the record. Um, I had a, a um, hard sport fest phone call. And then I went through a bunch of emails because we are locking some sponsors down for the festival and the festival's going to be um, popping off in like three weeks. So um, there's, there's, that's what I mean by flow. It's like, okay, how are we going to flow today? And where do I need to be? Cause my, my work comes in waves. So like, Oh, you're about to go on tour. Cool. Well, you better start rehearsing and making sure that you're, that you understand that and prepare yourself mentally. You're about to leave. How are things at, at the house? Right. Um, Cause you're about to go off. Then you're going to do your festival. Then you're going to go home. You're going to have a break. So what does that look like? Right. Um, and that's, that's another thing for people who aren't touring musicians, you know, you've got to kind of recalculate things. Um, because your life on tour is very much different than your life at home. So that's what I've realized is that for myself, I'm like water. I got to go where I'm needed that day and still knock out all the other things that I wanted to get done that day. And if I don't get them all done, I'm not going to beat myself up because I'm 38 years old and I'm still here. So I must be doing something. Okay. You know what I mean? And I think that, that, that we have to reassure ourselves, like we can't whip ourselves every single time we don't get to where we want to be. Like you're a human and it's okay to be human. Um, that's not an excuse. It's a reality. Right. And um, that's another thing too, for all the performance based people out there. Like I've had team members join me on building and creating something and they worked hard, hard, hard. And I said, stop. Go home, take a fucking nap. <laughs> and they wouldn't do it. I'm, I said, you're going to burn yourself out, man. You got to take a nap. And the thing about societies like or, or social media, which I think is funny, and I follow some of these guys, but they're like, you got to hustle every day, man. Grind, grind, grind. You know what I mean? And like, they're all like these, yeah, you know. And I get that. I totally get that. Yes, you need to be focused. You need to think about how you're treating your body. Are you getting sleep? And your mental state, are you in a good, are you in a good position mentally? Because if you don't have those things, you may not get to where you want to go, or you might start really not believing in yourself. And all of that, this is practices to build your confidence, build your motivation, get you excited, get you energized so that you can go after that stuff. And if you don't get it all, that's okay. But make sure you get your rest. I'd rather you rest, make sure you're getting your rest. And cut your work day um, instead of staying till seven or eight and just trying to get this last little thing and not getting good rest. You need that good rest because what's going to happen is you're going to get depleted. And then when I ask you to do something for, for the company or whatever it is going to be, right, you're not going to be 100%. And then now you're not going to be worth it to me because you're showing up to my doorstep at 30%. Well, why is that? Because you tried to get too much done yesterday and you didn't get enough sleep? Well, now look at you. So like you got to get your rest and then tomorrow's another day, baby. And you can wake up excited and not under pressure. Just wake up excited and go, you know what? I'm not going to wake up and be like, oh my gosh, I didn't get all that stuff done. I'm going to be like, man, I still get to be on this road on this awesome journey. I get to experience this stuff. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. And, and one thing that I, I just want to share with you last on this, and I know I'm talking so much dude, you're but good, good. I apologize. It's good stuff. Is that 
um, one of my employees, we were having a meeting and um, coming up and I was, I walked in the gym. I was going to, you know, get um, my exercise in. And she's like, are, are we still having that meeting? I said, yep. She goes, is it good or bad? I said, it's a little bit of both. <laughs> right. And she started to shake, you know, and I could feel her energy like right off the cuff, dude. She was like, Oh my gosh, you know? And, um, and God was like, Hey, did you see what you just did there? I said, yeah, I just told her, I just told her straight up, like we got good stuff and we got bad stuff. He goes, yeah, but look, like you got to understand something. She's been told bad since she was a kid. You did this. That's bad. This is bad. Don't you do that. That's bad. Right. And immediately she's got fear and anxiety and stress. He's like, but there's nothing bad here. It's just growth. You're growing. That's what you're doing. So go when you go to the meeting with her and tell her that there's that we got three G's here. We got good things that are happening at the gym. We've got great things that are happening at the gym. And then we've got growth things that are happening at the gym. And I took her into the office and I said, Hey, we don't have bad things. We have growth things. We have things we have to grow together to overcome or, or accomplish. Um, and that's all life is. And, and see, for all the people that are listening that are excited about a dream and want to make it a reality, you've got to grow to get to that reality. If you don't grow, you won't get there. So it means I'm going to open a gym during a pandemic, or it means I'm going to get on stage in front of 30,000 people and that's going to freak me out. Or it means I'm going to, you know, I'm going to write my first book. I've never written a book. Well, guess what? I'm also not a gym owner. I've never owned a gym before. I'm going to open a nonprofit for, you know, mental health. Like these are big things in my life that I'm so blessed that God has given me and, and shown me and led me, but I had to grow to get there to any of those things. Heart support festival that that's coming up February 18th, 19th in Florida, that took a body of people. And I had to do a lot of growing to get there. Yes. Stress and fear. Um, but that's why you got to rest. That's why you got to, you got to go to the gym when you're feeling down. That's why you got to fight for yourself because you're literally challenging yourself. And this is your moment. This is your moment. When you, when you're exhausted and you don't want to go to the gym, but you know, it's going to help your, your mental health and you know, it's going to get you excited about what your life is about and what you're doing. This is your moment. So are you going to choose you or not? That's, that's what we're talking about. You inevitably get to choose your own hard, right? Like you can, you know, choose the, what is it? The, I think it's like the hard convenient thing or I'm sorry, the hard inconvenient thing or what will be a hard later, but convenient now thing. Right. Um, I, I love everything you're saying there, especially because around the, the whole failure thing, this is something that I had to embrace just throughout my like business journey is understanding that even this year, like uh, I believe I told this story when I came out there about how, when we started to change all these processes and how we offer, you know, fitness and stuff to people, there were so many failures and processes that we broke to where the following year when we were going to do it again, I prefaced the entire year with our, you know, our beginning of the year team meeting with like expect things to break this year. 
that is a sign of us growing as an organization, as a team. And like, don't, don't be surprised when it happened or when it happens, expect it to happen. Um, because I, I just think failure is mandatory in any sort of growth. So I love that you said that. Um, and then the whole speech around, I agree. There are seasons of like, you're going to grind. There are seasons of like, you're going to get after it and you're going to work early mornings into late nights. And there's, there's seasons of that, that will come. But I always remind myself of this quote. And I wrote it down when you're speaking. Um, I want to be consistently good instead of occasionally great. Like I want to be kind of good every single day <clears throat> instead of going a million miles an hour one day and being completely worthless the next day. And that goes for fitness. That goes for entrepreneurship. That goes pr probably for mental health. Like literally everything that you can list out that a, that a human can perform or do or work through there's, there's always this, this mindset of like, I just want to show up consistently and I want to be good at this today. And I want to be good at it the next day until, you know, I'm stacking bricks and I've, you know, you used the analogy of a wall earlier, right? Like that being consistently instead of occasionally good quote is something I constantly think about. I write it down in my mirror um, from time to time. I have it, uh, this reminder that goes off of my phone every day. And it's something that I always think about. So I'd like, you were striking a chord when you were kind of talking through that a little bit. Um, so Jake, I want to protect your time. I know you, you've got records to sign kind of moving on here. Um, and I think I told you this too, my kid and I are going to try to make it out to your tour when you guys come out here to Seattle. Um, I was like, dude, you want, I would to love to, that, I was like, you want to go to a metal show? And he was like, cause he, we listened to you when we were like working out and stuff like that. He's telling all of his buddies, I'm going to a metal show with my dad. Like he's all pumped, you know? Um, yeah. So you, you got all these things coming up and we're going to try to make it to some of them. Um, but moving forward, like what do you have coming up? You mentioned heart support. Um, is that just going to be in Florida? Like please plug all of the things that you have coming up so that uh, my listeners can, can kind of check some of those things out. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate your time as well, man. It's, it's just cool. I, I have so much respect um, for you as a as just an individual and I, I really appreciate you coming to the gym and um really just you know helping us understand you know all the in intricate pieces of the puzzle for owning a gym and operating one man you're just a top-notch guy um yeah i guess i would say uh there's a lot here <laughs> uh so yeah like august burns red i'm in a metal band um and we're doing our 20 year anniversary tour. It's going to be really, really exciting with a band called Douglas Prada. And, um, I believe, uh, bleed from within and we're coming out with a new record called death below. And that's in March. And then heart support fest is literally, if you like hardcore metal music, rock and roll, um, it's a two day festival that I'm building with my team at heart support at, at the Orlando fairgrounds, February 18th and 19th in Orlando, Florida. Um, we've got Parkway Drive, Rise Against, Spirit Box, Dance Gavin Dance, um, August Friends Red, The Ghost Inside, just tons of bands. I think there's 24 metal rock bands that are going to be doing this two-day festival. So that's happening. Check that out, heartsupportfest.com. And then, um, obviously, the Your Life Gym, if you're ever in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and you'd like to experience um my gym that's in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It's uh on Instagram, the Your Life Gym. Um yeah, man. It's just uh it's been a wild ride and, and hard support, obviously. If 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 you ever just need to talk, share, open up, um, or you just want to read other people's stories and be encouraged um or see what what we're all about, the online community. It's called heartsupport.com. It is a nonprofit. Um and um yeah. It's it's a it's a real 
really special place uh, for for me specifically, just knowing all of the things, the stories that I've heard from all of my fans and all the things that they've gone through, knowing that there's a place like that um, that exists. And, and, you know, it's the community that makes it really great. It's not the Jake Lure show. It's it's the people that are there that are willing to be vulnerable. They're willing to encourage each other and open up and share that. Um, that is like the magnificent thing. So yeah, man, thanks so much for your time, brother. I appreciate it. Jake, again, always, again, I'm always just have my, 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 you know, shoes blown off every time I have a conversation with you always super life giving. So I, we appreciate your time here on the show. Um, Thanks so much for sharing it with us today. And guys, please go and check out all the things um, that Jake mentioned. Obviously, I'm going to put these in the show notes for people to check out. Um, Jake is everything you could ever imagine. You know, sometimes you like meet your heroes and like the people you look at on the internet and you like meet him. You're like, man, you suck, you know. Um, but Jake was not that. Jake was more than a person could ever ask for. So, uh, Jake, again, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely, man. Thank you. See ya. See ya. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and tuning into the Virtuous Coach Podcast. I release episodes every single week. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any. You can learn more about me by following me over at Instagram and Facebook at Coach Cody Smith. Lastly, and before you go, I would love your help. Please head on over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star rating and review. This is how we grow the show and continue to bring impactful information to you. Thanks again for tuning in. And we will see you on the next episode.